Hello and welcome. I'm Michelle. And I'm Jessica. And this is Pretty Over Perfect. We are two former neighbors and current best friends who know that perfection is an illusion that could easily keep us from living our best lives. We are here to discover the goodness in the messiness of real life and find joy in the everyday by embracing simplicity, creativity, and a little sparkle. Hello, Jessica. Hi, Michelle. And hello to all of our listeners. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for coming back for another episode of Pretty Over Perfect. And thank you so much to everyone who interacted with us on Instagram, left us reviews over the past week. It's just so fun finding out that this is actually not just going into the ether, but people are actually listening and enjoying it. So we love every comment, DM, and review you give us. And if you would share it with your friends, we'd love that too. Yes, it is really encouraging and it's um, really helpful. And if you review us on Apple or Spotify, it helps more people find us. So that'd be great if you guys would, so that would be great. leave us a review. Yes. And this month, we're going to be talking about all things organizing and tidying, because apparently I am one of only half of the population who thinks that's fun <laughs> to do. Okay, so yes, tell us the poll results, because you put up a poll on Instagram. That's right. I put up a poll on Instagram asking if you felt you were <laughs> tidy or Naturally tidy, I suppose, or naturally messy. My question was, are you Marie Kondo or are you wondering who Marie Kondo is? And at first, the poll results were like 30-70 split. No, no, no. At first, no, at first, when I clicked on it, (laughs) it was 100% were not naturally tidy. Yes. So now you know what I clicked on. Yeah. (laughs) It was like 100% when I clicked on it. Okay, so then. And so I was like, oh, well, no wonder. (laughs) (laughs) I was starting to feel a little bit insane, but then the poll evened out, and by the end of its runtime, it was like a 50-50 split, so apparently just half of us are naturally tidy, half of us are naturally messy. I don't even really know if that's, like, the right word to say, because it sounds more negative than it is. (laughs) Well, we'll have to work harder, have to try harder to be organized. It doesn't come as natural. It doesn't come as natural. Mm, There we go. Okay, and I have to be honest here and say that if I were doing my own podcast and I was talking about organization, you want to know who I would call up and have <laughs> as my guest? None other than Michelle. She is she is beautifully organized. Like I told you, the first time I went into her home, I was completely fascinated, intrigued, inspired by the way she's put her home together, both on the outside and inside her drawers and cupboards. Everything is beautiful. (laughs) And so I am going to kind of step back here in this episode (laughs) because I am one of the 50% not so naturally organized people and um, excited to learn about all of your secrets on how to keep an organized home. So I would say, just as a disclaimer, if you're like a professional organizer, this podcast is probably not for you, but I'm sure you have your other resources that you like. This is more for the like likely. <laughs> lay organizers, just the people that's who right. are like, I want to enjoy my house and that's I right. don't and know why, why it's frustrating me. That's why I'm so excited to learn from you is because you're, I feel like you have systems and different things in place that are maintainable. I don't feel like you go out and spend a ton of money to create these systems and maintain them. You have a very good knack for using what you have to uh, simplify and create order. So I think it's the perfect perfect mix. I am 
not into buying things to organize stuff. I, there's a few things that I will say I really love. But the idea of just buying storage systems, I think, I don't know. Most of the time, I think it's kind of unnecessary. Well, I ha- I want to know, Michelle, were you born this way? Like, were you... Now I have Lady Gaga in my head. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was born. Were you, <laughs> were you... So you always... You feel like you've always been an organized person, even as a child or a teenager? Um, I do, like, look back into my childhood. And at an early age, I enjoyed organizing as a way of having some control over my environment. I grew up sharing a room with all three of my sisters. So there were four of us in one room. And... At one point, I am the oldest, so I had a loft bed and I had like a desk underneath it. And it was like very neat and tidy. But then I would like probably get a little bit too upset at my sisters if they got like too near my space. They they uh, they like to say I was a little bit over the top then. So um, so you're saying you've become less freakish as you've aged. I think so. But I think like for me, that was just like, oh, this is like something I have control over. So yeah. I enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah. And as I've grown, I do like systems and I do like finding like the perfect place for something that brings me joy, as silly as that might sound. But really what I want from... Like my organizing and my tidying is I want freedom to not worry about it. Like I want the freedom of not wondering where something is because it has a place and I put it back in its place. Or I don't want like piles of things that I know I have to deal with because I want to feel like everything's put away so I can just go on a trip with my kids or I can go to the beach for the day or whatever because there's not like looming projects if that makes sense oh yeah it makes sense and i'm on the other end i'm (laughs) the one that's like just stressed out by piles and stuff i mean i don't have piles around my home but i do let things pile up more than i want to yeah i think i spent some time like when i first became independent actually i guess i i don't know if i can say i was independent because i was married (laughs) but um (laughs) But like I had, you know, my own income and we had our own home. And for a while, it was very much like in this, I was in this stage of like acquiring a lot of things because I finally Mm -hmm. had my own personal freedom to do that. And then they were just like piling up places. And I realized I did not like that. So I wanted to make make systems where like the whole house was kind of streamlined and as simplified as possible. So everyone for the most part, could participate in keeping the house tidy. Because I also turn into, like, a not very nice person (laughs) when there's, like, stuff everywhere. Yeah, I think a lot of us get that way. Because clutter causes stress, especially I I was doing a little bit of research, especially to women. Mm -hmm. It can create stress that way. So, yeah, I don't want to have clutter, and I don't want to have piles, and I want to have systems. So tell me, how in the world... Do you maintain your systems? So as I was asking people, are they naturally messy? Are they naturally tidy? And I was reading articles online and stuff. It became apparent to me that what I think is happening in the internet world is half of the people are not inclined to systems and half of the people are, but they're like imposing their really 
outlandish systems on the people who are having a hard time with them. So we're making all these gorgeous like acrylic organizers where like all the markers are separated by color and half of the people are doing that and half of the people are like, I don't know where my markers are. And those things just like, I think they create some tension and some conflict because then people really start to make systems that are really difficult to maintain. Okay. So so I am all about making systems that are easy to maintain for everybody. And like if I want something beyond a normal level of maintenance, then I have to be the one responsible for it. And so I have decided what's important to me and what's not important as far as that goes. Like my kids are in charge of their markers, so they know where their markers are. I'm not going to be color coordinating them because they're just in the drawer and that's fine. And like they can't maintain the color coordination. And I'm also not going to worry about that. But the let's say the pantry in the kitchen, I use that all the time. It matters more to me. So I'm going to be a little bit more in charge of maintaining that. So I want them to feel confident about what they can maintain, and I want to take ownership for what's important for me to maintain. So you've decided the points that you're willing to put a little bit more effort and control into. So can you tell me some of those areas that are most important to you that you kind of take control over? So to me, a part of my house that that I want to maintain is the kitchen, and I am going to make sure that like everything in the kitchen has a place. I spend a lot of time in the kitchen. So to me, it makes sense that I I want to know where everything belo- where everything goes and that it's there. But I also make it possible for my kids to maintain their part of it. So like they unload the dishwasher. So everything that they unload from the dishwasher is all places that they can reach. You know, the plates and the bowls and the silverware, that's all easily accessible to them. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that is like my domain is up high where I can reach it. We don't have a big pantry in our house, in our kitchen. Jessica, I know you have a lovely walk-in pantry in your it kitchen. Is a nice, so gorgeous. It is a nice perk of my otherwise small kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we don't have that. So I have had to be creative with how we like store stuff in there. And I'm mostly in charge of... Like, I'm the one who puts away the groceries because I want to know where all the groceries are. Right. But, you know, if it's something that my kids are going to access, like the snacks, obviously that's going to be at a place that they can reach and everything else is further away, harder for them to reach. But that's okay because I'm putting it away. Okay. As um, I have to know, are you like, are you a labeler? Are you on team labeling or just team grouping and memorizing? I'm not on team labeling. I mean, I guess I do label things, but I don't have a problem with labeling. I just think that for the most part, a system becomes really hard to maintain if everything is like so labeled that there's no flexibility for change and for growth. So I think that's a good point because things are ever changing, especially with children and all of that. Right. Like the foods that we're eating are like constantly changing. So we have like, instead of having a spot for every single thing, I have like groups. So one of my pantry tricks that I have is just like these like simple white, I don't know, they're like a box. I don't I don't know, a bin. Like, I like the bins from Ikea? Yes, from Ikea. Yes, right. I, I like the ones from Ikea, but you could get other ones from, I don't know, pretty much anywhere. And right. then I fit them in my cabinet. 
And what's in them can change based on what our needs are, but they fit the space that they're in. Okay. So therefore, there's nothing like just loose, hanging out. They're all in these um, designated groupings or areas. Yeah. Yeah. So like right now, we're kind of into salads. So we have one of those bins carrying all of our salad fixing fixings whether that's like croutons or like sunflower seeds fried onions whatever we're going to put in the salad that's kind of like there but that has changed multiple times since i've had that bin because sometimes we're not into salads and we're more into i don't know granola bars and so it has the granola (laughs) bars in there or i think you're in the healthier uh healthier arena with salad choice I know, salad choices. My kids are like, oh, where are the granola bars? It's just sunflower <laughs> seeds in here. Sorry, we've phased out of granola bars. Children, grab some sunflower seeds. Yes. Well, the poor children. Yeah. Okay, so another area that we have in our kitchen, I like to do a lot of baking. So all of our baking stuff is all together. And a tip that I heard some time ago, I was trying to find the podcast I heard it on, but I was unable to. But it was a professional organizer who used to be a surgical assistant and she left yeah cool (laughs) i know right so she she left that industry and she helped people organize their homes based on the principles that she learned in surgical assistantry (laughs) i'm sure that's a word she was in charge of maintaining all of the tools that would be used for the surgeries and so they would line them up on the trays as they were going to be used and Mm -hmm. so her principle was put things where you use them so that you're not like running around trying to find all these random things that are in all these different places. So everything that I need for baking is in one cupboard right above where I do all the prepping for my baking. And, uh, you know, some people really like to make sure all the dishes are close to the dishwasher so that they're easy to unload. But for us, the way that our house is set up, there's a drawer or there's a cupboard between the dishwasher and our dining room table. And most of the time, my kids are unloading the dishwasher and then they're setting the table for dinner. So all of our dishes are in that cupboard next to the dining table so that they're easy for them to take to the dining room table instead of far away. Because our dishwasher is pretty, I mean, it's almost the furthest from our dining room table. So they go into like the So that's what works for you. I love that. You're thinking of the flow. So so her tip was really to think about how you use things and then putting them where they are being used. So not just like a cupboard of baking stuff, but that the first shelf, the most easily accessible shelf of your cupboard of baking stuff is the stuff you use all the time. The second shelf, the second highest shelf, is going to be the slightly less used items. And then the top shelf that's farthest away from you and most difficult for anyone to reach is going to be the stuff that's accessed the least. Okay. Well, that's brilliant. Hello. Yeah. yeah. So like my flour and sugar are on the first row, shelf. right? That's where okay. I. That's what I need all the time. My second row is like the cocoa powder and specialty sugars like brown sugar or powdered sugar that I don't use in every baking thing. And then the top shelf is like my piping tips and everything I would need for like the specialty things that I'm not doing every single day. Okay. I feel like a picture is going to be needed to support <laughs> okay. this. I can, I'm envisioning that, but I think it's helpful. Yeah. Yes. Take a picture. This is where I'll like throw in just another thing that I like to do. I, like I said, I'm not necessarily up for 
like the clear containers everywhere, just because I do mm-hmm. think that they like look beautiful for about five minutes and then you try to use them and like they're messy or gross or they're empty or you're changing out what you're using them for. Mm-hmm. So my idea here is to get storage that fits your cupboard instead of specific items so that it is then flexible to put whatever you want in it. And you can also use things that are not clear. So for instance. Okay. And you're really good at this. You're really, really good at this. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, I so interject that really important I, point. <laughs> okay. So this might sound silly, but I have like little tin canisters. Some of them are like really special to me because I got them on like a trip with my friends or they were, mm-hmm. you know, one's like an old popcorn tin that someone gifted us. Um, but that's where I keep like all my specialty sugars. So instead of like pouring, taking the time to have to pour out my brown sugar into like these other canisters or my powdered sugar into all these other canisters. And, like, Which is exactly what I do, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So I have like some thought, like there are times when I think that works. No, it's fine. But, it's like, just two different ways to do it for sure. Right. So I, like, I do have canisters that I do decant. Do you, is yeah. that like, that's the right word, right? Like I decant. I'm following um, you. I decant anything that I buy in bulk. So we buy like stuff from you know, we buy huge Costco bags yeah. of certain things. Yeah. And I decant those because like, okay. how am I going to manage this like huge bag of chocolate chips? Right. No, you I don't like, have a jar for that. No. Yeah. yeah. And I actually bake so often that I have like a big mason jar of baking soda and baking powder because I buy those things in bulk. So to me, yeah. like that's what decanting is for. I also put like bags of nuts or things like that into jars because like the bags are really <laughs> irritating to me. <laughs> but like, I just realized the bags of sugar was, like, that was too much. So I put them in one of those little tins. And, and I know tin. this is, like, the tin of sugar. So yeah. I just – and it's right there with my baking stuff. So I just pull it down, and I don't mind that they're in bags inside there. Yeah. So it's just a little simpler to maintain. They're so cute. They're so cute, too. Like, that's what I was talking about in the beginning. Like, it's it's not just your, – your cupboards are not just organized – they're like curated. Is that the word? And they have curated. stories. <laughs> Your cupboards have stories. They do. All like the I open sugar. up. I mean, it's it might sound silly, but I was actually talking to my mom about this because she had her grandmother's cookie jar that was very special to her. But she was like, I, it doesn't really belong on my counter. And so I was like, well, if you want to keep it, you could put your sugar in it and keep it in a cupboard. And that way, every time you open the cupboard, like it brings you joy to remember your grandmother's cookies, but you don't like have to have room for it. Such a good way to incorporate those special pieces. Yeah, Yeah. I yeah, I love to do that because I do love I mean, maybe this is just like super nerdy of me. Maybe this is the system part of me. But I do really like opening a cupboard and being like, ah, look, a special, a special thing. It brings me joy. Instead of Absolutely. opening it up and being like, oh, this mess. <laughs> so frustrating. Yes. And yeah. I love the practicality of that too. Yeah. But I will also say I'm not into open shelving. Just put a cupboard on there so you can close <laughs> it so that when it is a mess, you don't have to look at it all the time. <laughs> okay. Can I, can we go there now? Yeah. Um, I feel like for me, if you were to come into my home, you would look around and, okay, neighbors that pop in and 50% of the time it's not clean. This doesn't, this doesn't count. If you were to come into my home at the end of the day when I've cleaned it, you'd think that my home was clean. Mm-hmm. If you were to open drawers and cupboards, you would realize it's not so clean. Like, if if there's a way for me to close or hide clutter, 
I fall victim to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that. How do I do that? How do I combat? Okay. I have a method. But before the method, I will say that I do think that there are like, there are cupboards in my house that, I mean, like the kids are getting stuff out of all the time. We have like um, built in shelves and cupboards in like our living room and the Mm -hmm. kids don't have toys in there but they do have a shelf that's like all their books and right now all their school supplies i mean i just close the door on that cupboard because it's often a mess and i don't maintain that every day but every once in a while i will go straighten the books back up make you know put them all back together take out all of the random pieces of paper that have accumulated there. So I do think that it's like a little bit of a balance, especially when you're like not the only person in your house, not the only person bringing stuff in. It is impractical, I think, to believe that every system is like always going to be perfect, especially if there's little hands involved (laughs) in what's happening. Like, I'm like, I don't know why it's so hard for you to just put the book back in its place. But for them, see, that's what I say to myself. (laughs) And you knew you're, you you were you knew that that's what it sounded like when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, so my method: if you have a spot in your house that is just driving you crazy, I would suggest starting there. Like, just take one spot that is always just making you angry. And okay, let me let me think there. of it really quick. Let me think okay. Of it. Tell me what. You're going to help me reorganize. My closet. Like your your personal closet. My master closet. Oh, my kids' cl- my kids' closets are cleaner than mine. <laughs> it's like I just I just put that that off. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because like, I mean, your house is similar to mine. The master bedroom is like the furthest away. So you're like there yep. just at night pretty much. Yep. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So the master. So, okay. So a closet. So something that's really bugging you, I would say take literally everything out of it that sounds really daunting when it's a closet maybe start with a junk drawer <laughs> um take okay. every we can go there thing too out. i have an yeah. outrageous junk drawer okay. okay but like i'm not like necessarily against the junk drawer i think a junk drawer has its place in the world the problem is when it's like bothering you like when you're just like this is always a mess and i can't stand it that's when you're like okay we got to think about the junk drawer Okay, yeah. so the closet, the junk drawer, whatever spot is bo- bothering you, take every single thing out. And then you do the purge, which I think is very important because, like, even though I like being tidy, I'm always still having to, like, get rid of all the little things that accumulate, you know, the receipts yeah. or the mail that, like, I don't know why it didn't just get recycled, but there it is. You know, it's it's right yeah. there. Somehow it's there. Yes. The extra pens you picked up from like the dentist office, but you don't really need the uh, the clothes that like don't fit or you don't like anymore. So take all of that stuff and get rid of it. You know, whether you're just like throwing it away, donating it. I am a part of Buy Nothing on Facebook. There's they're in like a lot of neighborhoods, just like search on Facebook for buy nothing and then like your city and you can give all that stuff away. You can just put it out there. Like I have all of these girls clothing. You can take it Um, or you can just very easily just like donate it to Goodwill. That's usually my, (laughs) that's usually my MO, but yeah, just like purge it all. Like even, okay. Even if you're in your kitchen Uh and you're looking at the pots and the pans or the utensils Do you have two of something that you only need one of? Do you have like a pan that no one ever uses because it's like 
it always gets so much stuff stuck on it that nobody wants to use it because nobody wants to clean it. So it's just there taking up space. Do you have a hundred bamboo spoons when you only need maybe one or two? (laughs) Just, Just get rid of all the extra ones. Then when you have a blank slate and you are deciding what goes back, first of all, decide what actually belongs in your closet or in your drunk drawer. So like your kids' clothes, I would put only the clothes that they are like currently wearing. Like not the clothes that are too big. Those should go like up high, Mm -hmm. farther away so that they can't become part of the chaos. Um, Winter, like out of season clothes, like the swimsuits the or the overcoats in um in summer you know all of those go like up high for us or they go they go somewhere else so they're not part of the situation yeah so everything that goes in there is only what belongs in there like at the moment if you have a junk drawer you know you can rebrand it as mm. the drawer of miscellany <laughs> Okay. Because everyone has that it's in their a house. a positive spin. <laughs> yes, it's the drawer well, of miscellany. Like, but decide what actually belongs there. Is that like actually where you want to keep your pens and rubber bands? Maybe maybe it is because you don't have like an office that those belong in. And so you need those by the door. We actually, in a way I could say we have like three junk drawers in our house, but each one has a very specific purpose. Okay. T- yeah. I was just going to say, what does your junk drawer look like, Michelle? Okay. Okay, so just the way Take that our a picture house- right now, and we'll all be just stunned. <laughs> the there are two in our mudroom, so we have a mudroom slash laundry room, and that's where okay. all the coats and shoes are. So that's everything we need to leave the house is in one drawer. We have like a hairbrush, and my son's hair gel, and some deodorant, and like hand sanitizer, and sunscreen, and sunglasses are all in that drawer. So that everything you need to, like, get out of the house is in that drawer. We also have a drawer next to it that has all our electronic needs in it. Chargers and and my kids' MP3 players. and, And that's actually the drawer that also has rubber bands in it because I don't know where else to put them. But, you know, every once in a while you need a rubber band. So it's in that drawer. All of those kinds of things. Yeah, I think we also have some scissors in that drawer because, you know, you have to cut off tags or whatever. And okay. that is also where I would keep my receipts if I need to keep receipts, which... How do you keep them? They're like just... In an envelope or are they just loose? Oh, so I have drawer organizers in these two drawers oh. so that everything doesn't slosh around. I will say as part of like deciding what goes in there, I I mean, I love a good drawer organizer so that everything has a place. And like you can buy one, but you can also make great drawer organizers out of shoe boxes or lids or even small dishes like you could put if you have a junk drawer that you like put all your keys in i would put a little bowl a little shallow bowl that the keys go in so you don't have to rifle through to get them yeah yeah Good idea. and like you could use a shoe box lid to keep the pens in so that they're not like scattered around maybe you have like a small little tray that the that the mail goes in cute it's yeah. all sounding so um fun exciting well, see, that's my creative. I do think that this is fun because, like, I open the drawer and I'm like, ah, it's so wonderful. Okay, it's I have a question so though. Clean. Do you like, do you keep little boxes and little containers that you feel like might be used at some point in something like this? Like, do you keep your eye out for them all the time or? 
Um, so for a while, I did more because like when we first like moved into this house and we had new drawers and things, I did keep them as we were like filling the drawers, if that makes sense, as we were using yeah. these little drawer organizers. Now I usually don't, but like shoe boxes, I keep shoe boxes, although the way I like to use shoe boxes is like in my kids' drawers. I have little mm. shoe boxes so that they can put like their shirts in Socks one and, and their, you know, jeans in another or like their underwear, whatever. So um, I use that to help them know where stuff goes in their drawers. So as I get a shoe box, I'll like go <laughs> put it right in there. And then that's like they've got a little a little organizer. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, because I'm cheap and I don't actually buy them the drawer organizers. Sometimes I find the drawer organizers be really to be. Expensive. They're like super expensive. Or, I mean, it, sometimes we've gotten some and they feel expensive and then they don't quite fit the drawer just right either. So that's kind of what I like about shoe boxes is you can change the way that they're arranged, right? Because they're little separate pieces. I like that too. And really, will you please send pictures or <laughs> show pictures? Don't want to these? intimidate anybody. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Because I think it looks pretty normal. Like there's just like a, it's like stuff. It's just like in, in a little compartment because it has a drawer organizer. I just think it's inspiring and uh, it's nice to see different ways to do things. Yes. Oh, I will say another place I like to get drawer organizers is Goodwill. <laughs> I know that Jessica, you're not as much of a fan as I am, but like people are just, <laughs> well, I just never found anything there. <laughs> <laughs> like, look what I found at Goodwill. I'm like, you did not get that at Goodwill. I was just there. <laughs> I know. It is hit and miss, which is frustrating. And like, if you can just buy them all on Amazon, I mean, why not? But over like the wooden ones are often expensive from Target and people are always like throwing those away at Goodwill. So I'll just grab one and put it in my cupboard. So my third junk drawer kind of is like by our back door. So that has changed mm-hmm. over time. And like, that's another one where I just found a drawer organizer that fits it. And it has changed over time, depending on what we need it for. So okay. at one point, that's where we had all of our tea for the kids. And so I had, you know, all these different kinds of tea and hot cocoa was all like arranged in there. But we moved that drawer when we had dog and the dog stuff was all there because the back door okay, is where we yeah. would like take him out. So it had like his leash and his collar and his treats and everything that we would need to get out the door with him. Okay. So again, you're thinking of the flow of your day. Yeah. I'm thinking of where do I need this and where do when I am I going to use it? it the most? Yes. Yeah. And so I think that things are easier to put away if they belong right where you use them. So also yes. in my downstairs junk drawer, <laughs> junk drawer, drawer of miscellany, yes. uh, the drawer of things <laughs> that we need to get out the door, I also have a pair of nail clippers because I would often find myself like needing to clip one of my kids' nails and then the rest of the nail clippers are like all the way up in the upstairs bathroom. So it was like, oh my gosh, go run, Just get a nail clipper. And then, and then it's like lost forever because it never made it back upstairs. And so yes. I'm just saying like, oh no, it actually belongs right here in the drawer of miscellany. Yeah. And that's why, like, their hairbrushes are there, too, because we're, like, never upstairs. I mean, I do their hair upstairs, but, like... But often you're downstairs, like, if they're getting ready for school. Yeah. When they were getting ready for school. Yeah. Or just ready for the day. Just ready for the day. Yes. And so think of, like, how you use your house and work with the flow of your house instead of against it. I think that most of us don't have the ability to just, like, tear apart our house (laughs) and to make, like the dream storage solutions that we see on, you know, these dream home makeovers and stuff like that. So you have to work with how you actually use your house. Well, 
like you're saying, I feel like that's one way to ensure that the system actually sticks. Yeah. Instead of trying to make somebody else's system fit into your home. Exactly. You're creating your own. Yeah. Okay. So you feel like if everything has its home and it's very obvious home Mm -hmm. or known place, is it just not any effort for you to just, I guess it just wouldn't be as much effort to go put it back. But like, I don't know why it's so hard for me to just like, like I have a craft box Mm -hmm. and I was talking to my friend who has the same exact problem. Yeah. I have a craft box, the bottom of my pantry and, um, just where I keep my various supplies. Mm -hmm. I like that it's easily accessible there, but, um. Oftentimes I'm finishing up when, um, chaos has, um, (laughs) once again begun after nap time or whatever. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to go and put everything nicely and neatly back into its place. Mm -hmm. So I often just set it on top and I, I, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later when I have a free moment. Yeah. Well, when you are always doing that, when you have the free moment, you're doing the dishes, like doing something (laughs) that's you know, more required or necessary at the moment. So I then find myself, I I feel like my issue, I have great, great ideas Mm -hmm. and a great desire to be very organized. And, you know, I've implemented a lot of great things, but Mm -hmm. it's the maintaining that I just keep having a problem with because I, I just cannot keep the systems that I'm creating. And so therefore I just kind of, I I clean it. I reorganize like my pantry and then I kind of, I let it, it's, wonderful for like two three weeks mm-hmm. and then things start to kind of get out of hand and then they kind of get more out of hand and finally i'm like you know what i'm just gonna reorganize it mm-hmm. and yeah. that's the cyst that's the cycle that i yeah. am in like in lots of different places in my home so mm-hmm. teach me what's wrong with me well so my thought as you're saying this is probably that I, i'm not exactly sure what like does the craft box when you say like you just put everything in it like, does it actually have a place it's supposed to go in the craft box that you're not putting it? No. Mm-hmm. No. So it can just, no, so it can't just, just go in there. Well, I guess. But then I'm like, why are there beans on the bottom of my craft box? <laughs> okay. Well, because three years ago, I dyed beans for my kids to play with. And mm-hmm. some of them fell out of the bag of beans. And now they're oh, on yeah. the bottom of the craft box. Yeah. Michelle wouldn't have any beans in the bottom of her craft oh, box. Oh, you never know. You never know. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I, oh, I think I do. <laughs> just down there at the bottom. Um, yeah. I, I And, like, I do think that there are parts of our lives where, like, that's probably going to happen somewhat no matter what we try to do. Just because, like, we are busy and we are usually, like, rushing. Like, I don't have hours to clean up a craft project or whatever but i would just look at it and think what am i getting in and out of here and is there a way i can change that so perhaps putting a jar or a cup of some kind that all like the markers and uh paint brushes and things like that go in so that they're not like rolling around the bottom i actually do do that oh see See? the paint brushes do find their way back yes they do and then like (laughs) if there are little odds and ends i have often used like ziploc bags like sandwich bags depending on how big the box is to separate out things of of like items you know like if you have you know all your washi tape for instance or something just goes in a ziploc bag and it's clear so you can see what's in there and it's not just like all scattered but i really like a good ziploc bag (laughs) I thought you didn't buy Ziploc bags. I can't lie. Okay. No, the thing is, is I don't buy them for food storage. I only buy them every once in a while for other kinds of That are reusable. Okay. Yes. I don't buy them very often, but my son, my four-year-old, 
the other day was he kept coming down and from his room and saying, we need to move. I don't like this house anymore. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, the Legos, they're all messed up. And what oh he's gosh. referring to is that I have tried to like have these different systems to keep his Legos somewhat organized but he always mixed them together and so we had an under the bed rolling storage you know just like a long flat bin and it was storing their clothes that like they didn't fit yet because my oldest son is three years older than him so when he outgrows clothes i store them for a little while before they go to my youngest son But and so like the bin was holding those clothes that were like in transit. And I put those somewhere else. I put them up high in the closet where no one needs to reach them because we have to get them down like once a year. And I used that bin for his Legos, but he was frustrated that they were not color coordinated. So I gave him like mother, like, like, I know I was like, do we sound crazy yet okay we just might be i'm like judging the home edit people but i'm well on my way apparently (laughs) i just thought it was hilarious like he was just like that is funny we have to move houses so he color so he separated them all out by colors and he put them in ziploc bags because they were clear but the reason i did not invest in like a different storage solution for him is because i knew exactly what would happen which was that he mixes them all together still and he's like, but now he can use his Ziploc bags to just sort things however he wants. And as long as they all end up in that tub. Okay. So they still go in that tub that goes under the bed. They're just separated by somewhat by color, but not really anymore. Okay. Just okay. like he That's... wants to be able to like separate things sometimes. So there it's available to him if he would like to do that. I okay, love I a love good it. Ziploc bag, but only for storage. Only I don't storage. put food in Ziploc bags. Okay gross who would ever do that (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) okay so let's go through your three tips as it applies to my craft box shall we just to review okay (laughs) all right so the first tip is take every single thing out that way you can look at all of it and decide what actually needs to be there okay i'll throw away the beans i solemnly solemnly (laughs) yes you don't need the beans anymore um anything i mean this applies to Like, whether it's something that you don't use anymore, or it's like a product that's expired or whatever, just like the second part is like cull through and make sure only the stuff that you need and want and works. Cull? What does that mean? It's not a word. Culling through means like you sort through things. Oh, perfect. So sophisticated. So eloquent. Cull. Cull through. I will cull cull through my craft box. To make sure only the things that you want in there belong in there i would say you know like if you have broken or missing parts all of that can go yeah so cull through that's the second part (laughs) cull and then on the third step assign every single thing a place and put it there okay so mark the place that it belongs or you don't have to mark it you don't have to label like i'm not super into the labeling but just like every single thing give it a little place like you wouldn't put anything loose back into the craft box or into that yeah that's where I would love. I mean, you could use, you don't have to use a jar or like a cup for the markers. I mean, I would have had many a craft box with Ziploc bags full of markers. All right. Or like right. all the, you know, the painting Ziploc stuff bags. together. Okay. Insert the Ziploc bags. Or, you know, if you want to get fancier, you could buy little little boxes to put them in or whatever. But, right. um, you know, work with the system 
that you have that you like. So then I know next time my um, markers or whatever has a very obvious place. Yeah. So then it goes right back there. There's no thought work. There's no decision. Yeah. And I did say earlier that I'm not into like clear things. (laughs) And but I would say that I do think that there are some times where clear things are really helpful, like in a craft box so that you can see everything that's in there. I think that clear storage for like kids toys is really helpful because then they can see where it belongs and they can put it back. And it's like works well for us. Yeah. Yeah. You have a small, a smaller selection of categories, but everything goes, you know, all the cars go in one clear bin. And if your kid can't read, a label doesn't do them much good (laughs) for maintaining things. And who knows, maybe your child will get the sudden urge to color coordinate all their Legos. (laughs) Actually, yeah. I was just going to tell you, we're midway through that. Color coordinating the Legos. Yeah. And I know it's never going to be finished, but now I'm just going to be okay with it because your son is midway yeah, that's right. Color coordinating, like, color coordinating Legos keeps them occupied for a while. That's for sure. It it does. It, it kept him occupied for quite some time. And now he doesn't keep telling us we have to move <laughs> because he's so like, <laughs> he's like, the Legos are taken care of. It's all OK. <laughs> we can stay. OK, so that those three tips apply to any space. Okay. I think so. As many spaces. And I can't think of one. It wouldn't. They wouldn't apply to. Yeah. And I th- I'd say too, like, I this is something that I like to think about. If you are a person who just like loves stuff and wants to have all of the stuff all of the time, like that's great. You can keep it all. But I even like to be like, oh, if I were moving across the country right now, would I take this with me? If the answer is no, Mm. I don't keep it. Or if like, I don't have like a lot of you know, I, I said the kids have a cupboard full of books and they do but like, I don't keep a lot of I have some, but I don't keep a lot of books because once I read them, I'm like, well, I got everything I needed. Unless they're cute enough to keep and display. Yes. Unless they're cute enough to go on the shelves, then they can stay. Or if it's like I have someone specifically in mind that I would love to give the book to, you know, I might keep it. But like a lot of times I'm just like, no, I don't need this anymore. I got what I need from it, which is one of the things that I liked the most from um, Marie Kondo's like what is it life-changing magic of tidying up i know that book is like it's kind of hilarious because some people love it and some people hate it one of the ideas that she puts forth in that book that i really like is that you know you can have gotten something good from an object and that doesn't mean you have to keep it forever if you read a book and liked it you don't have to keep that book forever you know even if you were like once big into crafting and sewing and now you don't have time for that. You don't have to keep all of that stuff. Like it was still good. It served its purpose. Which is really what I like to think about. Like I want to have like the freedom to grow into something new if I want to. So I don't need to hold on to things from yeah, like the past or things that I'm not into anymore. Okay, Michelle. So I have here the different pain points that were most mentioned from our Instagram. And so I'm going to tell you this, the area, okay? The mm-hmm. pain point. And I want you to um address it tell us your tips okay all right so the first one that was mentioned the most was the junk drawer which you've kind of already touched on any other tips on that i would say like i don't think i've mentioned this yet that we have a zero papers policy when it comes to mail okay so i actually feel like mail was one of the first things that i like tackled and it feels like so good once you have like the system so when the mail comes in it goes one of three places 
to the recycling immediately if it's junk or it gets if it's like an invitation to something it gets put in my phone and then put up on the fridge probably because we want to look at that if it's a wedding invitation or a birthday party invitation or something like that or if it's like a greeting card can go on the fridge or if it is a bill i guess i guess there are four places that it goes if it's a bill it goes right on the counter because it will annoy me there until i will after the kids go to bed pay the bill on my phone and then recycle it or if it's anything that we need to turn need to store long term like tax records or something like that we have a small filing box that everything like that belongs in so we just have that we put it away and then at the end of the year everything we've ever needed for taxes are all in one but where do you store this tax box this file so that is actually stored in our master bedroom in an easily accessible place not only so we can put things in there but so in the event of an emergency of some kind where we were like evacuating we would be able to just grab that and go it has like you know birth certificates and everything like that that we would need it's all in one handy place so that we would not have to be searching all over the house for important documents and like this day and age you don't have to keep very many documents true like a lot of stuff is accessible online so i would minimize as much as possible what's in that so that it's really only like the stuff you really need right Okay, I have yes. a question though on that. So when you when you receive the document that needs to be kept or stored in that box, do you go yeah. immediately at that moment and take that probably. and put it in the box? <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably I put it either right on like the counter and I will take it up on my way to bed or I put it maybe like on the stairs. My kids are like a little bit older so they can not mess with something. Yeah. And because I usually don't go upstairs until like the end of the night. But again, like work with however your house flows. In another house, like my master bedroom was right off the dining room table where I was opening that mail. So I would put it away right then. There was no reason to wait. Not to. Yeah. But like put things in a way that like makes sense with your house and how you use your house and make things as easy to put away as possible and like if they all have a spot then you can know exactly where to go if you're looking for something like i know exactly where like every passport is and if it's not there then it has been stolen because because it belongs there that's a little dramatic but well hey if you're that organized but i've had like those panic i've had like panic attacks in the past where i was like I'm leaving on a trip and I don't have like this important information that I need. So I was like, you know what? We're not doing that anymore. This yeah. is the, this is the box that it belongs in. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. That's so smart. all of that. Okay, and so no paper, you know, sorry, go ahead. no paper. So no. So at the end of the day, no paper is left over. It is dealt with like in the moment. And it is a bummer if you're like dealing with a lot of mail to like get through that. But then like, it's really easy to take two minutes every day to just do that day's mail and not let it pile up. But if you have paperwork that's like coming in that you can't deal with in that moment, maybe it's like paperwork from school or something like that. I would create like a tray that that all belongs in. And you know, maybe you don't take care of that every day, but every Friday evening you take care of it. Yes. Right. Like that's what I But it has a spot that it is. Because I think, like, everything having a spot means that it doesn't end up, like, all over the house. And, like, the other, when our kids were um, going to school, they'd bring home their Friday folders full of paperwork on Friday. And I would stand there and recycle 98% of it. In front of them? um, Yeah, sometimes. Because I'd be like, well, this is beautiful. (laughs) 
This is beautiful. <laughs> Goodbye forever. <laughs> we don't want it, though. And Your then, children are uh, going to need therapy, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. They are. They're going to be like, my mom didn't love me. But I would, anything that, like, I think that they did a really good job on that I really love, I have told them I'm the curator of their little binders. I have these little binders where I put... um uh, little plastic protector sheets. Like, I don't know what they're called, but they... Page um, protectors, yeah. Page protectors. Yeah, they're just page protectors. I just buy them, put them in their binder, and then just add, you know, their special artwork to that binder. If they are really attached to something that I don't think is representative of skill worthy of going in the binder, they can put it in their own memory boxes. But most of the time, like, they have to do a bunch of crafts that you know especially when they're little they do a bunch of crafts that they like don't care about really either so yeah we just recycle them and yeah if anything on friday you know if there's any paperwork that like i need to know about i um you know i will put it in my phone or like sometimes they do send home information sheets that i do need to keep so i have a magazine so next to the binders of their curated art collection is a mag just like a little magazine holder those little um, at paper or plastic ones, you can get them anywhere. Mm-hmm. That that's where I put the papers so that I can, because usually maybe it's like once a month or every two months that I actually go through and put them in the binders. I just put them in one of the magazine. I put their art in one of the magazine dividers, just until there's a it reaches critical mass, and then I'll separate them into their binders. And then another one that has all of our reference paper materials you know if they have like the science project information sheets all of those go yeah. there so if they ever need to know what to do on their science project there it is you can retrieve spot. it wonderful so just make a spot for everything and then you'll know where it goes it's as easy as that folks okay it's as easy as that the next items are kids closets and bedroom dressers yes which we've kind of um, touched on as well yeah we have um i would say this really might make me sound crazy i don't know but at any given point my children only have about 10 days worth of clothing in their possession in their dressers or in their closet yeah because that is the amount that i feel like everyone can maintain we do laundry once a week so i don't know why they need to have more than that um like i said all the seasonal stuff is up higher and we rotate that when it's time to rotate it and we just don't have more clothes than that because it just ends up inevitably being like a huge pile crazy hard to manage with yes yeah we also have that and you can tell because Every Monday I do laundry and my children are wearing very interesting outfits. I'm like, I think I only have seven outfits for them (laughs) (laughs) because there's not another outfit to spare. Right. But I feel like it works really well for us because we do laundry once a week. So I don't hate laundry day because it's not that unmanageable. And they just wear their favorite clothes all the time. Like they never get down to... I mean, yeah, maybe on Monday is like the weirdest day. But like they don't get down to wearing like their clothes that they don't like they're only wearing their favorites every day that's right win-win it's a wonderful idea which i think can work too for adults like just take out the stuff you don't like so that the stuff that you do like is easily accessible yeah not taking up wasted space or wasting space this Um, is something that the home edit girls say that i do like they say you can either have the space or you can have the object but you can't have both Mm. So which is more important to you? And for me, I like a little breathing room. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I do too. Yeah. yeah. But if you like the object, that's great. It's but if worth you like clutter staring at you all day, every day, then so be it. Yes. 
It's your choice. You can do that. You're free to do that. <laughs> we don't mind. The problem is when you have the clutter staring at you in the face and it bothers you. Yes. Which is where if I'm you're bothered by this clutter, then say, I would rather not have the clutter. Oh, wait. That's right. Okay, the yeah. next item is the medicine cabinet. Ooh, the medicine cabinet. Okay, so this one's interesting. I don't have a medicine cabinet, but I do. So this is another one where we have our stuff where we use it. Yeah. So we have like vitamins and ibuprofen. We actually keep it in the kitchen because that's where we take the vitamins. Or we have ibuprofen there or pain reliever or whatever, you know, in case a guest needs it. Um, my husband's like seasonal allergy medicine. That's all like he's going to take that with a glass of water. So it's in the cupboard by the water. Uh, we also have like band-aids in our drawer of miscellany <laughs> in the mudroom <laughs> where the kids could um, get it. it. has like, you know, Neosporin and some band-aids in case they need it. Um, and then the thing I have upstairs in our master bedroom away from any place children could get it is uh, I actually use a train case. A what? Sort out. Do you know what a train case is? No. Oh, I thought of all people, you would know what a train case was. Well, okay. Explain <laughs> it. Maybe I do. Not well, it's like, like a little hard-sided makeup caddy. Oh. But yeah. it like closes and... Yes, yeah, absolutely. so like something you would never take to like... It that. What do you call it then? I don't know. A makeup case that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> like that you would maybe take to like a pageant or something. Yes. I or, call it I a mean, makeup. I, I think people used to take them on trains, but I don't have that. That much sounds makeup. very cute. I'm going to start calling it that. Case. Not that I have one yeah. anymore. But I found like, so depending on how much stuff you're storing, you could get like they come really big or they come small. Yeah. Ours is fairly small, but that's where we have like our extra bandages and alcohol wipes and any kind of medication we would oversee the dispersal of is all right there and another reason that i like having it in a train case is because we could like not only does it make it easy to see everything that we have like in the event of a gushing wound yeah. <laughs> um but it's also it has a handle so it's easy to again take in the event of an emergency or yeah like if my kid is i don't know bleeding on the side of the road i could take it with me i'd probably you know that sounds really dramatic <laughs> but but hey like we're it's ready just for easy it. for me to take yeah you know and like put in the car if we're going someplace or whatever so that's my idea my if you have a true cabinet um if you have like a shallow cabinet i would definitely um corral things into like little bins of some kind just to make them again easy to access definitely make sure you have gotten rid of anything that is expired uh if you have a big cabinet i really love a lazy susan oh yeah for medicine or whatever so you can just rotate through and see all your options yes i've had one of those i have my laundry room is right off my kitchen and i have several bins those same ikea bins actually that you were referring yeah. to earlier filled with various medical needs and i've used a lazy susan there yeah to um optimize the space and be able to see exactly what's going on because it's kind yeah. of higher yeah and those that's are another one too where i feel like i'll oftentimes it does get crowded out by like, I don't know, the band-aids that are like the weird size that no one ever uses. And right. so you have a hundred the butterfly bandages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, why do I have so many of these? Or just like, you know, the products that you bought for something, you know, the creams or ointments or whatever that are now like years old. Just throw them away. That's right. Okay. Any more ideas on that one? No. Okay. The next item or area is the playroom. 
Okay. I already mentioned it, but I do like clear containers for kids to put product, to put their products, to put their toys put away. Put their in. products in. <laughs> their products. Um, and I think in general, just having a finite space. So we have a finite space where the bins of toys go. And if they want to start a new collection, they have to get rid of an old collection. If no more bins are coming be, in. They got to use the bins right, that you already have. Okay. it's full of bins. So like if they want to be into Barbies now, they're going to have to let go of the LOL dolls. Right? Like only the stuff that fits. When my kids were younger, I did something that my mom used to do with us, which was she would take, she would only keep out like half of our toys at any given time. And the other half were like in a box in the garage. And then instead of buying us new toys, when those ones got kind of boring, she just switched them out for the toys in the garage. And then it was like, oh, Christmas, but it was free. You know what book I need to plug in right here that goes along with that method is Simplicity Parenting. Yes. If you haven't read that or listened to that book, that's a good one for Uh, toy organization. I have not read that book, as you know, but I haven't. I thought you endorse all the principles. Oh, yes, I've like heard it secondhand from so many people. Yeah. Like I just, yeah, my kids don't have like a huge amount of toys. And um, yeah, I mean, honestly, they're occupied and happy the whole time. So I think we're doing okay. Yep. Simplicity Parenting by someone Kim. Perfect. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, he okay. is in line with your by thinking. Kim John Payne. Ah. And Lisa. Kim and John. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a really, really good one. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. That principle of like, I mean, I rotating really try to toys. never take my, yeah, rotating the toys or I just like don't take my kids to stores where toys are available <laughs> for them to look at. Because, what? Like, How they, do you avoid that? Like, I, like, if I go to, like, Target or whatever, we, I mean, I do, do take cover them to their Target, eyes? but we, like, don't go to the toy section. Because, like, honestly, like, they don't know they need it until they see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'm obsessed with this. Right. I also, like, we don't, in general, buy our kids toys unless it's, like, their birthday. So, my kids know they're going to, like, ask for something and I'll say, yeah, ask for it for your birthday. Okay. You and don't, 99% I, of the time, they forget. So. That's true. I've heard the rule where you wait two weeks. Mm-hmm. to address that like if, if a child wants to buy a toy even with their own money yeah wait for two weeks and yeah. see if you still want it usually they don't yes because and i mean sometimes they'll go to like a friend's house and see something that they think is really cool and so putting it off a little bit helps everyone decide if it's like really cool enough to invest in right. and sometimes it is and they're like i do want to spend my birthday money on this or whatever and that's fine but you should try and delay that a little bit <laughs> yep i love that yes Okay, the next item is the pantry. The pantry. I guess we've said a lot about Which the pantry. We've said a lot about. Don't force yourself to decant things if, like, you just can't do that. Like, if that's just going to end up bothering you more than it's going to yeah. make you happy and excited. Instead, yeah. maybe think of different ways you could, like, put your stuff in bins. That makes it easier to, like, sort through. Yep. Um, that kind of thing. And another place, I love a good Lazy Susan yep. for your cans or whatever your jars of sauces <laughs> yes that's a good way to store yeah grouping i like to put the the kids like uh clementines and healthier granola bars at reach in different mm-hmm. um boxes or yeah baskets really um that they can yeah. get themselves and then i also have a um not clear bin up top with chocolate and other 
Yes. Desserty items. Bin. Yeah. Very important. We have that too. I have and a charcuterie bin too that I can just kind of put all of the pistachios, yeah. dried fruits, little overflow things like that that mm-hmm. I can just yeah. grab when I need it. We have the same. We have like guest style snacks. Oh, guest style. <laughs> the I guests. like it. Like the charcuterie board. <laughs> right. Um, just things that are like not it's available probably, for everybody. Probably not Snacky, in every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and those so are, again, up high in a non-clear bin. And this is another part where you have to, I think, think about how your house works. Like I said, we don't really have a big pantry. So when we buy, we don't buy a lot from Costco, but there are things that I think are worth buying from Costco. Yeah. But I don't have the space in my kitchen for the two bottles of olive oil. So one is out on a shelf in the garage. Yeah. Which is also where we have. Yeah. Which is also where we keep our deep storage um, for emergencies. Again, like, you know, canned items that could be eaten in the event of an emergency. Right. Because I don't want to disrupt the beauty of my pantry by sticking 16 black bean cans on the shelf. You know what I'm saying? Right. So an overflow, designated overflow area is definitely helpful. (laughs) Just kidding. The pantry is like the one thing that I like to keep really nice. Um, I also have. That's great. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying it's great. And I think it's like, you can totally just say the only thing I care about is the pantry. It's just not, though. I know I could say (laughs) it, but I really wish everything. I have these really large, deep baskets that I found at TJ Maxx once upon a time Mm -hmm. that I'd store the smaller overflow items because I do like to decant my items. I have several clear jars that I like to put cereal in and stuff so I can see exactly what's going on. And I put yes. the bags there. So they are not seen. They just look like thick bags. Yeah. Deep oh, that's baskets a good idea. on the bottom shelf. But yeah. the olive oil, the canned beans, things like that, I have a place downstairs that I stash. Yeah. My storage. Yeah. I think most people are probably working with a similar system. Yeah, most likely. Okay, yeah. lastly on this list is the bathroom. So I'm imagining like makeup Nail polish, Q-tips, toothpaste. (laughs) Okay, so this is where I'll say that. I mean, again, Lazy Susans, but also, I mean, I like a Lazy Susan even in like the bottom cupboards just to like see all the hair products or whatever. Another place that I know stuff goes to die is like in the bathroom cabinet. I don't know. For me, I have like sensitive skin. So sometimes I'll try a lotion or something. And later in the day, realize that it makes me itchy. And then I just like forget to throw that lotion away. Or you feel bad throwing it away. I kind of feel bad throwing it away right away, you know? Right. Because you're like, oh, but I spent money on this. Right. And so, yeah, that's just one thing where you got to just throw away everything that's you're out of. You give it to your friend. It doesn't work. Sometimes the eyeshadow. Like I only use half of the colors. And so the other half still exists. And I'll like keep the half that I don't use. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's silly. Just, just let it go. Just throw it away. So I don't know. I don't know if that was really helpful because my tip is throw stuff away. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think Um, the same rules apply. Like I have my grouping. My first drawer is toothbrush, toothpaste. mm -hmm. Um, Some of my husband's items. The second drawer is full of my, I have like just different bins and baskets full of the different categories that I use daily. Yeah. So yes. And I really do love drawer organizers where my like hair ties and bobby pins are all separated out just because it brings me joy i also like to hide stuff that is unsightly so like the so in my bathroom i have i have open shelving in my bathroom okay and so i put like a picture frame 
up and that's where I put like the nail polish remover. It's like behind the picture frame because I don't want to look at the nail polish remover. Okay, wait, is this the picture that you shared? Yes, I shared it on Instagram. There's a picture. So you have nail polish remover behind there? Yeah, because I don't want that low down where like a kid could get it. But in my house, I don't have any closed cabinet that's like up high. So I just put it behind a picture frame. Um, And another thing I think with the bathroom can just be a determination to use the finite space and then call it good. So if you have a finite space that you're keeping makeup, you can't get more makeup until you throw something else away. Or like if you get a new eyeshadow palette, throw the old one away. Same rules that apply to your children and their LOL dolls. Yes. Yeah. And like I have a little a little container that all my nail polish is in. And like if it's full, can't get new nail polish until like one of those runs out or whatever, which is great because like, you know, I have a bunch of girls in my house, so they're always going through the nail polish. (laughs) They're clearing out space for you. (laughs) Yes. Yes, they are. Okay. Well, that concludes the list. Yes. Anything else? Oh, okay. So my last things that I was just going to mention, the ki- underneath the kitchen sink, another, uh-huh. th- another place I think things just go to die. So determine yeah. what actually needs to be there. If there are like cleaning products you don't use, just get rid of them. Um, I also really love a command hook, like the command strip hooks. Oh, yeah. I put them on the Those insides of my cupboards all over the house okay. to hang little things on. Like what little so things? That would be. So like under the sink, you could hang your dish towel there um in our pantry or not in our we don't have a pantry in our mud room the next to the drawer of to-go items we have a cupboard that has all our coats in it and i have command strip hooks in there that's where all the keys hang so you know exactly where the keys are to leave nice and it's by the door because that's where you're going to need it's by the door yeah so i really put like those little hooks everywhere in my girl's closet i put up i actually use thumbtacks because they have just sheetrock in there but i just put thumbtacks in the wall for them to hang their jewelry on good idea like their necklaces and bracelets and stuff yeah i'm just all about putting hooks thing hooks places well i i think that there's a lot you can do with them i also use those frequently in my flow as well yes or like putting hooks um in your kid's closet so they can hang up their coats yeah right at like a level that they can reach i just two days ago bought some big ones big command hooks to put on the inside of my mud room well mud room are you kidding me closet (laughs) my uh closet for the the shoes and coats and backpacks and whatnot and new expectation you hang your backpack and coat up on this hook right Uh, as you get in the door it's easy when there's actually a place to put it right yeah yeah or like a basket that you throw your, like if they're not capable of putting their coats, I mean a hook, a hook is a really good idea for that. Or if like you don't have the space, you know, put a basket. If like they can't hang up their coat on a hanger, well, at least put it in this basket. Yeah, <laughs> have some reasonable true. expectations, some lowering of the, the threshold. threshold for completion. That's all what we're about. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be prettier. That's right. And to yeah, designate so. a place, whatever that place might be. So why don't we introduce this new, what do we call it, a series? Sure. We're just going to talk about our three favorite things. Every episode. Every episode. Or maybe with, every episode. If we maybe come up with episode. three things we love. Because yeah. we're all about loving things on That's this right. podcast. That's right. 
Okay, so this month, or this week, we're talking about our top three favorite luxuries. A little household luxuries. Household luxuries. Yes. Yeah. Jessica, do you want to go first? Okay, so my first household luxury that I want to share is um, a scented countertop spray. My very favorite one is called Citrus Grove. It's the Smartly brand from Smartly brand from Target, and it's like forty eight ounces for two dollars. Um, it just makes the whole process more enjoyable. I like to fill the sink with warm water, put a cap full of this. I just got like the refill, mm-hmm. so it doesn't. I don't actually spray. It. I just add it to the water, and then I use my microfiber cloth from Walmart. Mm-hmm. And I just shine all of the countertops and all of the appliances smelling this amazing scent. It smells like, I don't know, it's so fruity and sweet and happy, and I highly recommend it. It's the orange one. The second one, we haven't talked about cars, but I do feel like they're... Yeah, what? that's a whole other thing. Maybe it is next a whole episode. Thing. Seriously, we could go we could go on. We right? could keep but talking about this for a while. I time. feel like our car is kind of an extension of our home. I'm in the it car is. a lot every day. Um, so recently I actually got a car wash pass because oh. I was washing my car once a week and I only wash my car for the vacuums. Seriously. Because mm-hmm. I'm not the mom Same. that will refuse to give my children food in the car. In fact, I'm always giving my children food in the car because it makes for a more pleasant experience. Yes. Um, so I, that does result in crumbs, which I'm not a fan of crumbs. So okay. I I was washing my car once a week and vacuuming, using the vacuums there. Um, and just going two times was as much as the monthly pass. So I decided I'm just going to get the monthly pass. Nice. And Is this so- that quick quack too? Yes. How do you know about Quick Quack? Oh, because you well, came. Because I you visited it. And, and honestly, guys, if you have never been to a Quick Quack, because I had never been until I went to visit Jessica, there's like, it's just fun. There's like lights and stuff. So it's like I know. a roller coaster <laughs> oh, that you go I'm... through. So my <laughs> kids, like, we drove all the way to Utah and they see the Quick Quack and they're like, oh my gosh, can we go? It's like the best <laughs> car wash ever. Because there's not that many car washes around there where you live, right? No. I don't and think I ever break went to one. your windshield wipers every time you go. <laughs> so I like they're just not as well, well done. Yeah. I never did. Well, I would if I could go to Quick Quack. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, so I bought the pass, which is like totally a luxury, but also very affordable. And um, it just feels good to clean my car, vacuum it out, and now. We just go when we need to get out of the house because I can yes. go as many times as I we want. We need an adventure. Let's go <laughs> Exactly. We did it yesterday. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's a little not so household, yeah. but kind of household luxury. I love it. Okay. The last one mm-hmm. is quite a luxury. Nate just got me a Roomba for Valentine's Day. Okay. It's oh, so wow. Nate. It's so Nate. He likes to go extravagant. <laughs> wow. That is but cool. also... You know, he like he wants to help me out. He knows yeah. that I'm always sweeping crumbs. Yeah. Always. So naturally, <laughs> if, if he can't sweep them for me, he's going to buy me a vacuum that can do it. And I was not convinced. I was like, if I'm going to spend that much money, I would rather put it these other five places. Mm-hmm. But I gave it a few days and, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is exciting. I go, like, I... It encourages me to pick up all the stuff off the ground, like, before mm-hmm. I go take a nap um, and after dinner. 
And then I just push a button and it just goes and gets all my little crumbs. All of them. I was so confused about how it was going to be able to actually... It's kind of sporadic, so I didn't know if it was going to be very thorough. It totally is. Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, so I have to say, it's been quite a surprise at how effective and helpful it's been. I still don't know if I would buy it for myself. I don't think I could stomach doing that. But uh, since it was a gift, you know, but I had Nate to try it out. It, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. So that's that's well, been that's a fun, fun luxury. That does sound like a luxury. And I'm impressed because I always like look at those things. And I'm like, there's just no way that could vacuum up what right? I needed to vacuum up. Oh, I was like, uh, thank you so much. This is going back to the store. <laughs> <laughs> but I still have it. <laughs> nice. Okay, let's hear yours. Well, my luxuries are not as cool. <laughs> I should have gone first, but um, that's okay. My little luxuries are, as I've said, a good drawer organizer. Like, that just brings me joy to like open up a drawer and everything has a place where it belongs. And I like to get mine from um, Amazon or Target or Ikea. They have some great ones. Or you can make your own out of shoebox lids. Shoebox lids. <laughs> shoe Keep an eye out always. Lids. I just like love it when everything just has its little place to go. So it brings me joy. And every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, you know, uh, the final frontier of drawers that don't have drawer organizers. I'll be like, it's time. I'm going to buy this drawer organizer. And it just just makes me happy. So that's one. I also really like when like shower and bath products have the little pumps on them. Like when oh, your yes. shampoo has like a pump on it. Absolutely. I just, I just find that delightful. <laughs> and when you buy like the huge bottles of shampoo, they're usually like $2 next to it. And then I reuse them on other products. I mean, it's just Ooh, it's like just what fun. other products? Oh, like, like if you buy like a body wash that doesn't have a pump with it. So, yeah. Other like products. Yeah. Yeah. Just other. You like, just have the pump product. to use whenever just you need have it. the pump. Have you heard of the polished jar on Instagram? No, what's that? You should look them up. It's very pleasing to the eye. All of their jars have pumps and they're all very cute. But, you know, a little bit (laughs) too luxurious. That's one thing I would say, though. I really like a pump. Oh, I was going to say this with the the under the kitchen storage. If it's bothering you, like think of maybe places that some of it can go. It might not all need to live under the kitchen sink cabinet but one of the things i really love having which i think you have this too is a pump soap dish soap dispenser so that there aren't millions of bottles of dish soap like lying around that's right like half empty or whatever and i bought one like from home goods with a specific scent but i just refill it yeah me too um the seventh generation stuff that's like what i get from from, costco um oh no i don't get them from costco I get mine from Grove Collaborative. Oh, have wow. That's, that's a luxury. <laughs> well, no, I like have a, I have once, actually. Yeah. That's all. So the other thing, so I only get like their, which I didn't know I could get them from Costco. I should get them from Costco. No, I don't think you can, actually. I, I was oh, just thinking. Oh, okay. You were just yeah. saying. Okay. So I like getting them there because they're a little bit cheaper, I think, than in the grocery store. And the other thing that I really like getting from Grove is I get all our hand soap in bulk as well. Yeah, we just go through a lot of hand soap, so I buy that in bulk. And then the other thing that Grove has that I really like, I'll count this as my third luxury. They have, I'm, I'm not sure how to describe it. They have these like little bottles 
of concentrate, solution concentrate. Oh, yeah. So, like, your yes. glass cleaner. So that kind of how you were saying, like, for your countertop cleaner, they have that for shower cleaner, all-purpose cleaner, and glass cleaner. And I get the glass cleaner and all-purpose cleaner. And I just love having it because I never have to worry about running out of glass cleaner because it's just, like, I have a, a couple of these bottles just stored in the cupboard, and they're very small. So then you just add it to water in your existing uh, spray bottle and there you go yes I have wondered how those work they gave me one like as a sample yeah um, oh I love it I'll never like I haven't bought a bottle of cleaning supplies that's so in a while. environmentally friendly as well it is and I you value I do but I also just like don't I don't like being <laughs> sounds like ridiculous I guess I just don't like being out of things like I don't I don't buy paper towels either because I never want to be out of paper towels. I just use yeah. towels, like um, bar mop towels, uh, just like an industrial kitchen. That way, if I'm like, out, oh, all I have to do is wash them. I don't have to go out and get them from anywhere. So I really like that about like the cleaning supplies. I don't want to be out of glass cleaner. And then also when my kids help me clean the house, I don't feel that bad <laughs> to be like, yeah, it's just spray away. <laughs> That's right. It's not that hard to replace. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we are going to wrap up this topic, although we could go on forever. We're going to come back in a couple weeks and talk about systems that help our daily flow flow a little bit easier. So, yes, if this was like the physical, the episode of physical tidiness, we're going to be moving on to more of like, I don't know, emotional tidiness? That can't be right. Schedule tidiness. Schedule. (laughs) Yes, schedule tidiness. Managing. Managing our household. How do you get everything done? How do you get everything done? Well, I'll ask you next time. Yeah, I'll think on that. Okay. I'll have an answer for you in two weeks. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thanks All for right. listening. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we can't wait to talk to you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.